0: We go to the Harbor One Hotline, Lawrence Guy. Good now afternoon. Oh. How are you, sir? I'm oh, no good to yourself. We're uh, we're about as good as we could be, friend and uh, man. What a difference a win makes! Does it feel like the pressure bubble that was maybe on top of you guys has kind of burst with that win on Thursday night?
1: No, I just feel like it's always a good good feeling after a win, um, no matter what what record it is. Is
2: media is easier, everything's a little bit easier coming in on, on a, a win, coming into a week. You know what? I would say that out of all the guys we hear and we talk to, I would say, like, you're the one guy, and maybe because you're older, that just has a, I don't know, has handled it the best. I mean, and that's my own opinion, based on your attitude, your, per, you know, perspective on things. So I would think that you would celebrate the most after a win like that. So explain <laughs> to me what that plane ride home was.
1: Oh, uh, what was I playing around home? Jeez. Uh, I can't really remember. Oh, what so was that, it was oh, that, that, that good, that, huh? If, if one knows, uh, I skimmed through some movies. Uh, I watched a movie called Old Dad. Um, but, you know, like when you have a night game like that in Pittsburgh, it's a great environment to play in. Um, I love playing that team in. At nighttime there, um, but the wind is just it's so good when you get on a flight. You don't have to be like, man, man What do my kids want to say in the morning? You know, when I when I wake them up from school, uh, it's just one of those things that it, it's just a little bit more, a little bit more fun about it. Can you um, get through a whole movie? Like
2: to, Can you get through a whole movie on a I flight did. from Pittsburgh? Did you did, huh? You know me, I'll skim through some parts. Oh, you like, will I'll do that like TikTok movie thingy.
1: So you know how in TikTok you can watch movies um, in parts? It, yeah, I got that. If I feel like the part's bored, I'm just going to skim through it unless it's a really good movie. I'm just going to go, go to all the good parts. I just watched the House of Usher like that.
0: Really? You're talking about these movies I've never heard no, of. No, but one of the things that we learned about Lawrence is that uh, he, he likes his cinema. He definitely will watch movies. Okay. And I know that uh for those that are in that world, maybe uh our friend Rich Keith, the host of the Dork Podcast, a lot of movie talk there. Uh Lawrence is very mu- very aware of that and, and videos and like movies and all that kind of stuff. Now, so, this is
2: a worldly gentleman yeah, we're talking to. Yeah. So old dad, thumbs up or thumbs down?
1: Um, I will say it has some good funny parts in it. Uh <laughs> You just got to watch it because it is, if you're not older and you ain't from the 90s or the 80s, you won't get the movie. Okay,
0: Got it. So, Lawrence, I do have to ask you this. Did you see your head coach on national television put a helmet on his head that was probably a size and a half too small on Saturday?
1: Wasn't that the Hellas back in
0: that day? I think so, but but I, I th- would have thought there might have been a bigger one for Coach Belichick. It looked like he was really – I mean, it looked like a peewee footballer kind of jamming his uh, head in there. I'm curious for uh, your thoughts on uh, not only uh, Coach on TV, but – you know, are are you at the point with Coach to where you could be like a Mike Vrabel, one of those guys who would, you know, maybe uh, bust the head coach's chops a little bit because that helmet did look kind of funny on him, regardless of what era it was from.
1: <laughs> um, I'm at that point, but um, that's probably just one of one of his helmets out of his personal collection. You know, I don't think he's into these new new age helmets. He likes those old old small ones, or uh, you know, the ones that like. Come with a little bit of leather. uh, Traditional football, as they say, the the real, the real football years.
0: They only had thick ear pads. There was no difference in the size of the ear pads. You had to jam your face in there, regardless.
1: So that was like when you was a kid playing pee wee, and you had hip pads and and a tail pad, mm -hmm. like a butt pad. Nobody wears that
0: anymore.
2: I'm curious to know your your opinion of these younger kids. Not not it, it, not so much in the pros, but I see this in college a lot. And I'm not sure how much college football you watch. But it literally, literally looks like they have shorts on with thigh pads. Their, their knee is totally exposed. They don't have any socks on. And it seems very dangerous. Curious how you would approach this to make sure they don't get hurt.
1: You know, when I got in the league, we didn't wear pads in our pants. So... <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was a different
1: so this are going back to how I got in the league. Um like we, we didn't wear pads in our pants. Um shells days means we did, we had um shoulder pads and short pants on. That was the shells days. Spiders and those new things that we have. Um so this is common nowadays. And I I always see no problem with it. I still don't understand why they feel like a small pad is going to help my quad or knee. I'm saving i from getting hit with a helmet. What
2: about it? A, what about a cup? Have you? When was the last time you wore a cup? Uh, freshman year in high school. Yeah, yeah.
1: I that's a thing still. Yeah, they still do that in hockey. Yeah, I get it in hockey, but in football, I don't think they still do that.
2: Yeah, I think people are amazed whenever I tell them I've never, I, I haven't worn a cup since I was. Like in pop Warner, that's like baseball. <laughs> well, baseball, you your yeah. certain position, you have to wear a cup. Yeah. But in football, I, you would think you would get, way. but you would think you would get hit there more. But nobody ever does. Unless you're at the bottom well, of the pile, go, somebody
1: grabs you, it. You might get hit in the leg. Uh, you might get hit in the throat a little bit. But you ain't gonna get hit in the crotch much with a with, with a cup. <laughs> I did. I do remember years back a rookie coming in and putting that cup in. And I was like, what do you mean you got to wear this? Like, no, nah, where did, know he, where did he
2: play? Where did he? <laughs> what school did he come or from? What position yeah, was he? What
1: position was he? Uh, I'm not going to say anything because it'd be obvious as uh, soon as I say the school. But I'm just saying he was D lineman, and he'll like, hey, man. I need my cup. This is what I'm used to. I think it took about a year for him to get get rid of the cup. Wow. It, did, it didn't make how sense. How
2: freeing once you Why finally you took that thing out of there. Like, you, wow, this is how fast I can run?
0: There's no chafing? I can't imagine what it would be like to try to line up and play with it in because, like, you're... No way. No, but the pads would slide around. Like, it's funny Lawrence mentioned, you know, the whole, like, thigh pads and you you had, like, the giant hip pads. Like, you'd put them in a girdle, right? Yeah, when yeah. you were, like, a kid or whatever. And yeah. then you get less and less pads but as soon as the cup is gone like that that you never thought about that like after i think you got to a certain age if you were playing football at a relatively high level i just i can't envision like of all the equipment that you'd want to adjust i would feel like that would be the one that you would be constantly adjusting like a batter at at bat in a big league game very weird right it's just, it's just it's
1: just weird, weird like it's weird, it makes sense when you're younger because 'cause you're like, okay, they're not to tackle right, they're not to play the game, you might just get hit, but as you get older, it's like, you're like I don't know even we the school, but this that'll make sense why you're doing it still so
2: like, no, should told you, you, you put that away. Yeah, somebody, somebody played a trick on you. him That's right. so so Lawrence uh, I'm curious, so obviously the chief's coming off a loss, lots of you know. Uh, craziness about the guy Tony being off size controversy. So playing against uh, Patrick Mahomes in this offense, they no longer have Eric me. He's in Washington. You played against this team a lot. You you understand what how dangerous Patrick Mahomes is. What is the what are some of the things that that people need to know about when it comes to stopping him and slowing down this offense?
1: Um, I, I will say the biggest thing about this offense is they work good together. Um, if you watch the games, the the route running, the continual of the route running when he extends the pocket, he's never down when you think he's down. Um, when you see those side throws that he has, um, and the best thing about it is if you actually watch him play, if you watch his helmet and his eyes where he's at, he'll switch quickly to another read and just launch the ball there. And everybody knows that everybody has the opportunity to get the ball. You just got to be – be constantly trying to get open. Um, and on top of that, their offensive line is good. Um, uh, we can't forget that Joe Tooney's there. Um, he's been doing a great job there for the last couple of years. And, and you, you forget, right, Kelsey's just sitting there. There's always this consistency that they always have in that group. Um, and Eddie Reed, they did a good job with his team overall from on the defensive side to the offensive side, It's keeping the guys together and keeping that chemistry and the traditions alive.
0: Lawrence Guy with Gresham Fourier here on a Patriots Monday. Patriots will play Kansas City on Sunday in Gillette Stadium. Uh does being a spoiler interest you at all? Is that anything that you, Lawrence Guy, want to hear about this week?
1: Yes. If you if you knew uh New some new movies coming out, and you gonna spoil some movies? I don't have to watch some bad movies. Yeah, that that interests me this week. <laughs> you want to tell me something like that?
0: Got it. Okay, because I know there's a lot of talk about Kansas City and what they can do and can't do. And if you guys beat them, it would definitely throw a a tad bit of a monkey wrench into the season. Have you been asked by people, either neighbors or maybe folks in your family, if Taylor Swift will be in the house <laughs> on Sunday?
1: No. Um nobody's asked that. But I'm pretty sure that's gonna come up sooner or later, right? It's and, and it's probably gonna be coming up on like Thursday or Friday, somebody bring that up. Like is she coming. Um but uh who, who knows? Um that's that, ain't that a unique situation?
2: Oh, you bet! Yeah, you. for all the for all the people who are obsessed with her, oh, absolutely. It, yes, it, do you have any extra tickets? Hold on,
0: Lawrence. <laughs> let's just be real about this. My former NFL friend Christian Fourier believes this whole thing is a work. It was planted. It was created by the NFL and all that kind of stuff, and that there's no way that these two people could honestly be genuinely googly eyed in love with each other. Who knows?
1: Um, you know, like, it's a new era. You know, you can find a lot of love off of a data map nowadays, mm-hmm. so it's, it's unique. So you, you just never know. That's that one connection, one, one phone call, one hi. Um, you can do it. If you can do it on a data app, you can do it anywhere. With
2: anybody. So, but he didn't really sell it the right way. What really happened? Here's oh, what I believe, Lawrence. Go. Lawrence, here's what I believe happened. Oh, boy. It was a it was a setup to get more attention in marketing uh, for the NFL because, like, they st- even uh, even the NFL and Taylor Swift needs more attention. And then they and by chance they <laughs> fell in love for real. Oh yeah. So that's what happened. So they weren't supposed to. It was they were both getting paid. Now they both fell. It's like a movie. That mm-hmm. this is the movie that needs to be made. How they fell in love by accident. And there's your title.
1: I'm t- yeah, songs in the movie. Hey, I- I'm telling you, it- it's-, it's gonna be a unique thing. But yeah, you're right. Like the NFL the TV. The TV ratings has boosted up. <laughs> TikTok has boosted up. Uh, so that that is one of them. Man, like whoever put that script together is amazing. Oh. They did got a, a promotion for sure.
2: <laughs> oh. it's, it's like the NFL. They promoted this unscripted. They oh. were scripted oh, the whole NFL. yeah, yeah, yeah. This was the secret cause, part. Because I'm sure Lawrence's script for the way this
0: year was going to go got lost in the mail before the season started. Well, not all Since scripts everything great. Is, oh, I got it. Okay. Well, there we go. Lawrence, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, friend, for uh, engaging in our silliness as you uh, usually do. Go get them on Sunday, and uh, hopefully we are uh, talking to you in person next week, man. Thank you. Have a great week.
1: Yeah, right. You right. There you go. There goes
0: our guy, Lawrence Guy, with us on the Harbor One
1: Hotline.